welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. The show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today, when this episode goes live, it is mid-February, which means we are beyond the beginning of the year. So I have a question for you. How are your New Year's resolutions going? Did you even set them? How are your goals going, intentions, whatever you want to call it? I know here on the podcast, we've been more focused on intentions than resolutions or anything like that, because that's what I we just feel like is more obtainable, right? Like that's more of what... I feel like we are all about, right? Like it's one thing to set a goal and I am a total goal setter. Do not get me wrong. But it's really more about the intention of living towards the life that God has called us to live and really living more in his will. And that's why we launched our new Bible study course at the beginning of the year so we can all get really clear about what God says about all the eight different areas of life that we often talk about on the show. Now, I know one of the biggest things that people set goals for or resolutions for or want to be intentional about is their health. And we are going to be talking about that on today's show, but not in the relation of like a resolution of getting healthier or losing weight, but really adopting a lifestyle that not only feeds you well, but feeds your family well, because it's so important. I know for me, it's been a big thing over the last couple years of just the food that's going into my kids' mouths and the way I'm feeding them. And, you know, we talk about on the show a lot, mom guilt and how we can avoid mom guilt. And for me, this is kind of a big one lately where it's just been kind of on my heart on just, you know, it's really easy to give them processed food, you know, bags of chips or this or that for snacks. But really, what am I actually feeding them and what am I putting into their body as it grows? Now, we are not having this conversation just with me. (laughs) We have an amazing expert on to share all kinds of wisdom for us about this. Joining us today is Chef Allison Schaaf, and she is a food and nutrition and culinary expert and founder of PrepDish. Now, you've heard me talk a lot about PrepDish over the course of the last couple months because I love it so much. It's a subscription-based, gluten-free, and paleo meal plan service. So, you know, I know sometimes we hear paleo, gluten-free, and we kind of think, what does that mean? Or we kind of think we know what that means, but really, it's just about whole, nutritious food for ourselves and our families. Now, Allison totally knows what she's talking about because she holds a bachelor's degree in culinary nutrition from Johnson & Wales University, a master's in nutrition communication from Tufts University, and on top of all of that, she became a registered dietitian at the New England Medical Center. You know, when she's not cooking, she's doing all kinds of crazy stuff with her husband in Austin, Texas, and she's going to share a little bit about some of those adventures with us. You know, before we dive into this conversation with Allison, we're going to be talking about stress and time management and nutrition and how all of that really plays together into our relationships and our life. But before we get into the interview, I did want to just bring us to the verse of the week because... It's something we do every single episode. If you're new to the show, this is what we do because we truly believe in putting God first in front of everything and everything that we do, the intention really should be to be moving closer to being more like Jesus. And so our verse for today's episode is probably one that you might not necessarily expect when we're talking about food and nutrition, right? Like we all have those Bible verses that we kind of think about when we're talking about that kind of stuff. But today, I really want to focus on Ephesians 2.10. 
and it reads, For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus Christ for his good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And the reason why I wanted to highlight this verse for this topic is because sometimes we think about food and diets and even, you know, that's when I think about like the words paleo and gluten-free, I think about things like diet, weight management, losing weight, like all of that kind of stuff. When in the reality, God doesn't care what size we are. I mean, yeah, you can kind of argue some different points there, gluttony and all of that kind of stuff. But really, when we're thinking about food, it needs to be fuel so that we can be feeding ourselves good nutrition, good fuel so that we can do the work that God has prepared for us, right? We need to be able to make sure that we are equipping ourselves and making the right choices that align ourselves with the way that God wants us to live our life. And we are for his workmanship. We need to make sure that we are equipped and thinking clearly by having that good nutrition, having the energy to do the things that we need to do in order to further the kingdom. So with all of that in mind, I hope that that kind of sets up the framework for this conversation because it's not about what the scale says. It's just not. And I know sometimes when we think about New Year's resolutions, that's what we think about is either clothing size or scale, but really it's about fueling our body with the best nutrition that we can And sometimes it gets a little crazy and stressful to do that and overwhelming. So that's what Allison is here for, to take all of that away. So without further ado, let's get into my interview with Allison. Allison, welcome to Your Life Rocks. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. This is going to be so good. I know you are here to talk all about how we can decrease stress around mealtime, which is so important, but also really talking about the health aspects of food as well and why that's really important, not only for ourselves, but also for our family. So before we get into all of the great tips that you have for us, share with us a little bit more about who you are. Yeah, so my name is Allison Schaff. I am the founder of meal planning website PrepDish.com. I live outside of Austin, Texas with my husband, Brooke, and my two cats and 19 chickens. Oh my gosh, 19 chickens. <laughs> yes, they keep me busy. <laughs> they haven't started producing eggs yet. I've done the math, and once they do, we're going to have lots of eggs. <laughs> That's incredible. Is this your first time raising chickens? It is, Yes. Oh my goodness. What made you decide to take up chickens? I don't know. It's <laughs> a country and it's something that me and my husband have both kind of talked about and wanted to do. And, you know, we have a garden and some of that stuff, but I've just, I've always wanted to try chickens. And so we just jumped on in. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you're like farmer Allison now. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Like during the jail go out and like, you know, feed the chickens. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> but I love it. That is awesome. So running this amazing business that you have, doing all of the great things that you do, and now being a farmer of all things. So that's kind of a lot to balance, like different areas of your life that I'm sure can get a little bit crazy sometimes. So obviously we talk a lot about balance here at Your Life Rocks and you know, we really believe that everyone should define balance for themselves. So share with us how you define balance for your life. Well, for one thing, I always look at balance as it's not, you know, day to day, you know, every day isn't going to be the perfect balance of doing something for yourself and something for your family and something for work. And, you know, 
it's going to shift throughout your life and there's different times for different focuses. And so just learning to be okay with that. I mean, that doesn't mean if you're focusing on family, you completely neglect yourself, but it does mean that, you know, there may be a day where you, you know, can spend a whole day at the spa, but then there are other days where maybe just, you know, 10 minutes of meditation and prayer by yourself is all you get. So just kind of being okay that like day to day, the balance isn't going to be there. But in the long run, you know, what does that look like? And what's important to you? And are you really focusing on everything that's important to you and making time for that? You know, when you look at the big picture view. That's really great. And I love too that you said being okay with that. And I think that that's the hardest thing is it's easy to kind of define it and to put it on the paper. But when Mm -hmm. you're living it out, like to be okay with that and have peace about that with yourself that, you know, there are going to be some days that you might not be like super mom, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there's going to be other days that you are. And I think being okay with that is really the hard piece of making that happen in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. But just also being able to look and see where a lot of times, you know, it's choices when you look at the big picture, you know, it's a lot of choices that you've made and there's usually a reason that you've decided to focus on one thing or the other at any given time. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a huge believer in choice and really designing a life that you want to live in, in a way that you're really giving your gifts to other people. And I know that that's kind of part of your story. So share with us a little bit about how you got started with Preptish, why you decided to create that and how all of that came about into your life. Yeah, well, I've always had a passion for food and nutrition. I was cooking back in high school, (laughs) and it inspired me to go to culinary school. But I always felt that, you know, if I was going to spend the time cooking, it should really be food that was nourishing for our bodies. And so I also went and got my master's in nutrition and became a registered dietitian and knew that somehow I wanted to combine both food and nutrition. And I also knew I was an entrepreneur at heart. And when I went to start my business, one of the things I knew that I wanted to incorporate was cooking for people as a personal chef. That's basically the job I'd had in high school. And so I, you know, kind of came full circle and started out with a personal chef business where I would go into people's homes and cook for them. I'd visit them once a week and kind of get all their food, you know, chopped and mixed and then leave instructions. So throughout the week, they would have their dinners ready to go. And I really enjoyed this work, you know, it was really kind of high touch with the clients and I got to see what a difference eating that way made in their lives. And I enjoyed that. But then I got to the point where one, I didn't envision that being my role for the rest of my life. I wanted to figure out a way to reach more people and, you know, be able to share what I was doing one-on-one with, you know, one-to-many. So that's where I realized that, hey, I have this process that I'm using with my clients of, you know, going in and being super efficient. You know, I had efficiency down (laughs) because that was really the only way as a personal chef to grow was to become really efficient and take on more clients. So everything from the grocery store to the recipes I made, I mean, I was efficient. So I took down that process that I was using and put it into PDF format, (laughs) a grocery list, prep day instructions and what to do throughout the week. So I had that kind of three piece format and started figuring out how can I reach more people with this. And so that's how PrepDish evolved. I love that story so much because one, it's very impressive that you're a personal chef in high school. Like that's (laughs) amazing right there. But two, I mean, you know, the thing that I love so much about PrepDish is that it is an easy process and I love process. I love efficiency. I love anything around time management. 
And mm-hmm. that's was the first thing that I really fell in love with, with prep dish. But then too, knowing that that health aspect, I mean, it's really like killing two birds with one stone. You know, when you think about all of the things that we have to do and worry about and think about and focus on in our lives, it really is like a no brainer. So mm-hmm. let's first talk about the time management piece and a little bit about how we can reduce some of the stress around mealtime. Cause I know for myself as a working mom, you know, I get done with work around six o'clock and it's, you know, immediately like, okay, so now what's for dinner and the kids are hungry and, you know, and I want to just spend time with my family and not just, you know, hours in the kitchen after I've spent hours in the office. So talk with us a little bit and maybe share a couple tips if you could around how we can decrease stress around mealtime and really be efficient with our time. Yeah. So the first thing I say is to get away from making the decision of what's for dinner at dinner time. <laughs> so, you know, five o'clock, six o'clock comes. If you still don't know what's for dinner, that's the worst time to be deciding. And this comes down to what I call kind of brain power, you know, like throughout the day, you're having to make so many decisions. And by the time you get to the evening, I don't know about you, but I am like, so <laughs> my brain is like fatigued. And so yes. the last thing I want to do is make another decision. Well, what happens if you're tired and don't want to make a decision? You make a decision because you have to, but it's sometimes maybe not the decision you would have made had you had time to think it out a little more. So then how do you get away from making those mealtime decisions last minute? Well, number one is to have a plan. So go into your week having a plan of what you're going to have for dinner each night. So that way when you get to five o'clock, you don't have to make the decision. You've already made the decision for yourself. And then the second piece, and this is what Prep Dish really focuses on, as much as possible, try and have some of the prep work done ahead of time. So if you have the vegetables already chopped, you're not going to be tempted to, you know, order and take out or, you know, pull out a frozen pizza because you've already done the work. So <laughs> you want to reap the benefits of that. So if you already have the vegetables chopped and the marinade mixed up and all of that, well, you've set yourself up for success. And so, you know, when five o'clock comes around, it's just super easy. You pull out the meal and, you know, put it in the oven. So, I mean, I think that's really, you know, the key is to have some sort of plan going into it. I love that. And I love the way to, this is going to sound like a total prep dish commercial, but like, I'm just so in love with your service because I'm not a cook. Like you went to culinary school and so it probably comes really easy for you. But for me being someone who like, I can look at these great menus, but I like, I literally have no idea how to put it together. And to have that prep instruction of really, it is a process of do this, store it this way. Like it's very directive and it tells you exactly what to do, exactly what size to cut things into. And I need that. Like I need to be told this is exactly what you need to do. Otherwise I'll have the best of intentions and the food will just rot in my fridge and I'll throw it away a week later and Mm -hmm. then feel like really crappy about myself. And I don't like to feel crappy about myself. So I really do think that the process of prepping ahead of time, it's not just about buying the food and, you know, having it ready to go, but really that chopping, making the things ahead of time that you can, it really is that small investment of time at the beginning of your week that pays off tenfold throughout the week Mm -hmm. to kind of decrease that stress. Yeah. And it can just give you that time to dinner time, such a magical time. I don't know. I grew up, you know, sitting around the table, eating dinner with my family every night. And I still do that with, you know, my husband or anytime we have visitors. And I just think, you know, having that connection at dinner time is so important, but the best way to really garner that connection is to go into it without that hectic kind of stressful 
you know, <laughs> vibe, I guess you could say. Yeah. Cause it kind of takes the focus off of like what needs to be done to like just being with your people, which <laughs> I think is really important. Cause that's what we all want. Like when I get home from work, I just want to be with my people and talk to my kids about how their day was, see how my husband's day was and like <laughs> bond and connect with them. And it fills my tank back up. But when I have to, like you said, making those decisions after making decisions all day long, like, you know, it's really easy just to say, okay, well, let's just have cereal for dinner because <laughs> <Yeah>. it's easy. <laughs> yep. I love that. So that's a great segue into the next topic that I want to talk to you about, because I think a lot of us get the importance of meal prep and kind of deciding ahead of time. And there's a ton of things out there that can help you do that. But I think mm -hmm. the health aspect is really the key piece for me. I know as a mom, I've become a lot more aware of what I'm feeding my kids and just like the chemicals and the processed foods. And that's like really overwhelming to try to eat organically or healthy or trying to figure out like what is the best things to feed their growing bodies. But then also for myself, I have my own health goals. And so mm -hmm. sometimes it's like before I was like, well, I have to make something for myself for dinner and then something else for the family for dinner and, you know, all of those things. So share with us some tips on how we can really maximize meal prep and really meal time for our health and why that's so important. Yeah. So when it comes to health, I mean, I always think that the number one thing is to try and figure out how to incorporate more vegetables. I mean, that's going to sound very basic, but it's so true. I mean, that's where all of the nutrients and nutrition are going to come from. You know, all of the different colors provide different nutrients. So that's kind of a small little hack is to make sure that your, you know, selecting vegetables that are a variety of colors. And in terms of, you know, I know with the family, there's a lot of, you know, could be a lot of struggles involved with that. But the important thing is, is to always kind of have your meal that you're offering and then let them decide, you know, kind of how much they want to eat of all that. You take the pressure off, I guess is what I should say. So have the meal that you're providing, everyone sits down and, you know, everyone can just kind of enjoy it. And it's interesting, but when that becomes more of the way it is, so the feedback we receive from subscribers is that once they start experimenting with new foods, because that's what it comes down to a lot of times too, is when you're trying to eat healthier, it may feel a little bit like uncomfortable because it's new foods, you know, maybe yes. some vegetables, and that can seem a little daunting and a little scary. And But, you know, the more you do that, the new becomes the new normal. That's what one of my subscribers says. And I, I thought that she really summed that up well, because she said, you know, what my kids have started to realize is that it's something, you know, we have new things all the time. And so one, they've become accustomed to trying them, but two, they're okay trying them because they know that if they don't like it, there's something else the next night. <laughs> so they're not going to be stuck eating it every single night. And then, you know, along the way they discover, you know, some new favorites. So I think really not being afraid to experiment is one of the keys. And just looking at the overall, so actually where I like to start is in the grocery store, when you're filling up the cart, look at your grocery cart. What does it look like? Are there a lot of vegetables in there? Is there some fruit in there? Is there some, you know, healthy proteins and fats? And just by looking at that cart, you can kind of get a really good overview of what your family's eating in a week and just kind of go from there. Like, hey, how can we improve this next week. That's so great. And I love that you mentioned the grocery store because like when we first started, like we were buying things we'd never bought before. And honestly, like it was not even just the grocery cart, but like we 
were looking through the produce section and being like, okay, what does a leek look like? (laughs) (laughs) Like I've never purchased a leek before. So what does that even look like? But it was fun to kind of go around with the kids and have them read the labels of the different vegetables and have them be like, oh, what's that? We've never had that before. And now they're curious Mm -hmm. to want to try some things because they did try some things and they were, you know, not super satisfied. And they tried other things that they were like, that's actually really good. Like, for example, my kids like eggplant. Never would I have known that they like eggplant because I never would have bought eggplant because Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do with eggplant, (laughs) you know, but now that's something that they like. And so because they found something new, now they're more open to trying new things. Sometimes they're like, we should try this one. And it's like a really hot pepper or something. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I think we could, I think we could probably skip that one. And they're like, but it's bright orange. I'm like, no, <laughs> trust me. It's all right. We can probably pass. <laughs> I mean, what a great life lesson, not only for eating, you know, teaching them to be more adventurous, but just in life in general, kind of teaching them, you know, that skill of keeping your mind open to trying new things. I mean, that's just so that's a great point. What an easy place to start. Yeah, absolutely. What a great point. It absolutely is. And so, all right. So going back to the tip. So eating more vegetables, kind of taking a look at your cart and seeing what's in there. What else tips do we have for our audience about just how they can start eating healthier? I mean, I think the big thing is that it's hard to trust what healthy is anymore because there's so many things that say this is healthy, yet it's like a processed food in a box. So how do we kind of break that trend? In general, anything that has a label that says this is healthy, probably. (laughs) Any of it gets it. And I know that. Great point. (laughs) Your way to just kind of look at it, but the more you can get back to making foods from scratch and being in control of like what's going into your meals, the better off you're going to be. And you'll start to see that there are so many more options. You know, saying oh, just you know, focus on eating a lot of vegetables and some protein. It may sound limiting, but when you start looking at the variety of what you have, I mean, the options and the combinations are endless, you know, (laughs) like I have hundreds and thousands of recipes using different combinations and, you know, varieties of vegetables. But yeah, so having the vegetables is really the place to focus. Leafy greens are really important. But then from there, you know, having some protein and, and just here too, like mixing it up, you know, making sure there's seafood once or twice a week. When you're doing proteins, looking for things like grass fed can make a big difference. But really, you know, making sure that you're having a recipe that's coming from scratch, because if you're buying something that's already put together, there's a lot of different ingredients that can get added. So I think throughout this you know, portion, the whole concept is going to come back to, you know, what can you do that's and from scratch doesn't need to mean big and elaborate. Sometimes, you know, if I have a nice quality steak, just salt and pepper is great. And, you know, with vegetables, maybe just sauteed with a little chopped garlic and that's it. So from scratch doesn't need to mean really time intensive. Such a great point because I think sometimes, and I've heard this from my listeners with all things in life, we can be very much all or nothing. And I think sometimes when it comes to, when we think about making a healthy meal and from scratch, like it's gotta be, you know, the all, or it's going to be a frozen pizza. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's hard to find kind of that balance in between. So I love that you're giving us permission just to keep it really simple and not having to go super elaborate. Oh yeah. I mean, if I need a quick and easy meal, that's sort of my go-to is, okay, you know, what veggie, what protein, what, you know, either. And then, so the next part would be either 
some sort of carb, which can be like starchy vegetable, like, you know, sweet potatoes or potatoes or butternut squash, anything like that, or like a rice or a quinoa or some sort of grain like that. So we do have two plans, one that's paleo and one that's gluten-free. So I'm sensitive to gluten. So there's no gluten in any of the menus. And I think people would be surprised if they try taking out gluten. A lot of people are gluten intolerant and may not realize it. So in general, you know, reducing the gluten load is never, you know, a bad idea to just see how that might help. And then in terms of the paleo, you know, eliminating grains, that's something that especially if there's an autoimmune or like thyroid issue in the family, anything like that, then removing grains and legumes is usually a good idea to try that out. Of course, you know, working with your health professional uh, to see, you know, what's the best fit for you. And I think that's kind of the next piece in terms of eating healthy. Like, what does that mean? A lot of that means figuring out what works for you and your body. So, you know, cleaning up your diet, taking out the processed foods, but then from there figuring out like what makes you and your body feel best, you know, and then that's, different for each person. So, you know, that can be as simple as eliminating gluten from your diet for a few weeks and just seeing how you feel. And if you don't notice anything different, then maybe there's nothing different, but maybe there is. So that's kind of once you get past the first level of just a general, you know, cleaning up of the diet, I think the next step is paying attention and really understanding, you know, how you feel throughout the day. What are your energy levels like? How does that relate to the foods that you're eating? Maybe not the most popular thing to talk about, but I think, you know, eliminating sugar from the diet, you know, not completely, but trying to cut down on sugar, you would be amazed how much that can impact your energy levels and your mood. So that's something I've really, over the past year or two, played around with a lot is really decreasing sugars in my diet. And, you know, it's been amazing for my energy levels. So... Yeah. And I love that you bring that up because, you know, for me and my, like, I feel like I've done like everything out there, food wise, Mm -hmm. diet wise, all of that, you know, like whole 30 and just like all of those things that some are very extreme, some are, you know, not, but it does help you learn more about your body. And, but I think sometimes we have to kind of take that different lens where it's not always just about us and learning about us, but also teaching our kids to learn about themselves and their own body as well. So it's not about like weight loss, you know, because sometimes we think about even like eating gluten-free or paleo or, you know, anything like that, that it's mostly about weight loss or weight management in any way, shape or form. But really it's about the way that we feel and the way that we can operate at our best. And I think that's the thing I love so much is it opens up that conversation for our kids to talk about, well, how do you feel when you eat this stuff? And let's Mm -hmm. pay attention to your body. I know for like my son, he's very much like into science and biology and all of that. And so we kind of did an experiment. Now he's 12, so he's a little older. So it's a, you know, different conversation. But we kind of did like a journal where, you know, let's cut out gluten for a week and just kind of journal how you feel and let's cut out sugar for a week and just kind of journal how you feel and making it kind of like a a science experiment that we can do at home where he can really learn how he's feeling and how he operates at his best. And now he knows. So it really does kind of, I feel like, equip him for the rest of his life to know, like, if I eat too much, for him, it's cheese. If he eats too much cheese, his stomach's going to get upset. And so now he Mm -hmm. knows that, like, he has to be careful. That is just amazing that you did that. Me and my husband talk about all the, that all the time that, you know, we wish when, you know, growing up and, you know, that that would have been something that was talked about a little more because it's just so important to how you live your life is like, how do you feel and what's making you feel that way? And 
food can be a big part of that. So, so cool that you have him already tapping into that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I will say we do have like, I mean, we made cookies all the time and cake and like where there's a lot of yeah. things that we can do to improve in our life. But, <laughs> you know, it's just, I think understanding the way that it functions in your body and then you can mm-hmm. make a choice and, you know, and choice is everything that's power. So and that's one thing that I just love so much about this program is that there are so many choices with different meal plans, but then you also have like a whole variety of other specialty meal plans. Mm-hmm. I know I used a lot of them around the holiday times just to make sure that, you know, we want to eat special foods, but still kind of, you know, not overindulge and making sure that we're feeding our body healthy food. So I love that you provide those extra services as well. Yeah, thank you. I mean, there's just so many foods that can still be tasty and healthy at the same time, right? Like it's in some ways, I almost hate to even use the word healthy to describe the meals because it's like, these are just like good tasting foods that everyone can enjoy, you know? And I think for some people, they look at the word healthy, like, oh, that's good. But then sometimes it's kind of, especially around the holidays, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> all indulgent foods. And I'm like, <laughs> like these foods can be just as indulgent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that, you know, kind of wrapping it up, I know we talked about you know, time management and stress, and we've talked about health, but I think the other piece of it that's so big is just that healthy mindset around what it is that we're putting into our bodies. And, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about raising the bar and our standard and the way that we're living. And for me, it really is being very mindful about the way that we're treating our body and knowing that that brain-body connection is really key and that it's not limiting because I think sometimes we can go into that mental space of this is a limitation diet or I can't have or I can't do, but really taking on that mindset piece of this is what taking care of my body and taking care of my family is all about. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Awesome. Well, Allison, I loved everything that you shared with us today. Now, any parting thoughts before we let everyone know how they can learn a little bit more about you? Anything else that we didn't cover that you feel like you would really like the audience to know, whether it's about prepping and saving time and stress or about health? Yeah, just to kind of bring it all together. I mean, in general, the concept of meal prepping and having a plan it really gets to kind of, I've started to look at it as three main health benefits. And one is decreasing that stress, which, you know, stress can be a huge hindrance to our health. And then two, it can be the healthy food. And then three, I know we talked about this, but those family meals are just, I think they're just so important. There's something to be said to, you know, incorporating that into your family routine. So I would just really encourage people to figure out a way to have less stress around their meals. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things I love too about just the menu plans is that there's not seven dinners. Like I think that, you know, there's like real life in there where sometimes you do have to eat out or sometimes, you know, there are other things going on. And so I love that that's kind of built into the programs as well so that it kind of takes off that pressure, right? If you can have like four to five good, strong family meals a week, and then, you know, maybe the other days it doesn't always work out that way. But I, I think again, coming back to balance, I think that that's a beautiful thing that you provide as well. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Allison. So if people want to learn more and they want to maybe look around at some of the meal plans, how would they learn more about PrepDish? 
Yeah, so we have a page set up. It's preptish.com slash YLR for Your Life Rocks. I got that right, I think. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So if they go there, we have a two-week free trial. I always say the best way to see if it's a fit is just give it a try for two weeks and see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And that's exactly what I did. And I love that it's just really easy and the meal plans come right in my email box. Again, there's no thinking about it. They're just there with the shopping list, the prep list. And then I know exactly what I need to do each day. So thank you so much, Allison, for all of these great, generous tips and shining some light on how we can improve ourselves when it comes to our eating this year. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate everything you do for Prep Dish. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Allison. And there you have it. There is some great tips to help you with cutting out the stress and making more time, really being efficient as you're preparing your meals for the week. And hopefully it inspired you to make some different choices. And, you know, I love one of the things that Allison said about just looking at your grocery cart. And I think that that's something I'm going to try to make a mental note of. And maybe I'll even add it to my grocery shopping list as a reminder Just as I'm putting all of the groceries up on that conveyor belt to pay for them, to just really be conscious and pay attention to what I'm putting up there. Because as much as I try to plan for healthy meals, you know, it's really easy just to grab some other things while you're going through the grocery aisle. And I think it's important that we kind of have that self-check process for ourselves and make sure we're buying the things that are really going to provide life-giving nutrition and fuel for our bodies and that of our family as well. Now, of course, if you want to check out the meal plans and kind of play around with it yourself for free for two weeks, you can go to PrepDish.com forward slash YLR, that stands for Your Life Rocks, and you can start your free two-week trial. Now, I also recommend that you follow Allison over on Instagram and Facebook. She always has really great things to share. I love her Instagram stories, so make sure you check her out. Now, we will link to everything PrepDish and everything Allison over on our show notes page at yourliferocks.com. And while you're there, I hope that you peek around at some of the past episodes of the podcast as well as some free resources that we have for you. Now, next week we are working on some content that is really gonna help you take your life up a level. So I hope you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Bye.